As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I'm Keith Murphy. My Sound Off co-host, John Sears, had a baby, but the show must go on. Bitch, your house! Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Oh, welcome to Sound Off. Keith Murphy along with Scott Sipker. Hello, everybody. We'll get to all kinds of topics in just a moment, but our hot topic tonight, Scott, the 12-0 and 0 talk is heating up. And it should be. It should be, yes. Iowa gets through the hardest part of its schedule undefeated and now hits a bye week. At the perfect time, the Hawks should be favored in all remaining games. Anything can happen, but Iowa is in the driver's seat to win the Big Ten West, and 12-0 talk is legit. What do you think? Sound off now at 515-282-9010. Nick Wilder, call screening, taking your calls. Again, 515-282-9010. That was Iowa's most impressive win in years. The Hawkeyes limped into Northwestern and then rolled an ankle. Jordan Kanziri out one week after rushing for 250 yards. Next man in, Akram Wadley. Wadley goes for 200 yards and four touchdowns, and he did it behind a patchwork offensive line. Maybe it's time to praise Brian Ferentz. I had never heard of the position run game coordinator, but by any name, it is working. Northwestern got pushed around all day. How did the Wildcats beat Stanford? And why in the wide world of sports is Stanford ranked ahead of Iowa? That makes as much sense as the Cardinal having a tree for mascot. Michigan fans woke up in a pool of sweat this morning and thought, did that that really happen? Yes, it happened, and you'll see the meltdown at the big house for the rest of your lives, but have compassion. The punter, Blake O'Neill, feels far worse than anyone. Stop the stupid death threats and hate tweets. O'Neill made a bad play. He didn't shoot up a daycare. The Cyclones came out against TCU and played like they had nothing to lose. Good, but why did Iowa State stop? And for the love of Jerry Pizzetti, did Joel Lanning really throw a 74-yard touchdown pass in the first quarter and then not take another snap? These coaches know more football than me, but does that make sense to you? Paul Rhodes gets credit for having his team ready to go. It won't be easy this week, though. For ISU, taking a trip to Baylor is the way I view a matinee of interpretive dance. No offense, Scott. Some taken. The the most viewed video on MLB.com this week was Jose Bautista's bat flip. 
He flipped his bat, not his middle finger. It was unbridled joy. Can we lighten up on the baseball code, please? And calm down, Killjoys. If the Cubs want to encase Kyle Schwarber's moonshot atop the Wrigley scoreboard for a few weeks, what's the harm? It's fun. Isn't life better when we find things to celebrate? Schwarber can hit, but this week we learned he can dance. Real men love show choir. And they also guest host on Sound Off. Scott? One day more. Is that good? Okay. On the Murphy and Andy radio show this year, I predicted Iowa to go 10-2, and and if everything fell just right, 12-0. Well, everything has not fallen just right, with injuries and high-risk play calls not working, yet the Hawkeyes still have a good chance for a perfect regular season record, and I couldn't be happier. Kirk Ferentz is a man I'm glad represents our state, and he deserves a season like this. Unbelievable is the new literally. For years now, literally has been a leader of misused words. Well, unbelievable is now pulling even. I understand there is time for hyperbole, but unbelievable has become a default word for slightly above average to very unlikely. Please use unbelievable sparingly, Keith, so that (laughs) when we see something like the end of the Michigan-Michigan State game, calling that unbelievable actually holds some weight, even though it's not unbelievable, it's just improbable. Tonight, I was going to make fun of the cheesy song, Go Cubs Go. I'm a lifelong Cubs fan, but the lyrics we sing after the Cubs win are, hey Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are gonna win today. Gonna? That's the wrong tense. But after the Mets dominance last night and tonight, I will give almost anything (laughs) to hear those terrible lyrics again. Now to my alma mater. In general, punting is the wrong call. Specifically, punting on fourth and three from your opponent's 48-yard line when you are down 10 points in the second half is always the wrong call. Always. I encourage you to look into the stats for never punting, but here's the summary. By not punting, you increase your probability of retaining possession. In fairness, if Iowa State went for it on said fourth down, they probably still don't beat TCU. But I ask... What in the hell do you have to lose? If your motto is all in, then go all in at this point in the season, even if you're holding seven deuce off suit. The only way to stay in that game with TCU is to do what ISU did in the first half, and that's match scores. Because you're not going to stop them from scoring. That's right. Uh, Scott, unbelievable job on that, I think. You know, that's the proper use of that word. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's get to some of your calls here. 282-9010. Robert in Des Moines. Hawkeye football. Iowa hits the bye week, a much-needed bye week at 7-0. Robert, what are your thoughts? Robert, what are your thoughts? Hello? <laughs> yes. Robert, way to start us off strong. What are your thoughts on Hawkeye football? Well, I'm uh, kind of shocked. I didn't think there'd be 7-0 at this time of the season, but... Uh... I think uh, if they keep on playing like they are, the defense and the offensive line is making this team. Certainly, if they score more points than the opponent the rest of the games, they're going to go undefeated. I have a feeling Austin or Robert has seen a lot of Hawkeye football, uh, so we're going to take his word for that line play. He's right about the line play. Austin is in Carroll. Capital West Central Iowa, baby. Austin, what do you think about these Hawkeyes? Well, I think they're simply amazing. I mean, I feel like the 12-0 season is uh, pretty possible. 
I mean, I like how people are saying Iowa's ranked too high. It basically just adds more fuel to the fire and makes us want to win even more. I think the saying Iowa's ranked too high right now is stupid. Iowa won at Wisconsin. Iowa won at Northwestern. Pitt looks pretty good. Pitt is now a top 25 team, and Iowa beat Pitt. Iowa and I believe Alabama are the only two teams to win road games uh, at, at two top 25 opponents. The Hawkeye schedule does get easier from here out, but right now, Iowa is not overranked. Uh, that's silly. I agree with you. Randy is in Webster City. He's going to flip us over to Cyclone football, which is in the middle of a brutal stretch of schedule, and now headed to Baylor, where Iowa State played arguably its worst game ever a couple of years ago. Uh, Randy, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with Scott. Uh, Iowa State should go, go for it on fourth down almost every time, unless it's on their own 10. You know, what do you got to lose? But, and as a Cyclone fan, I respect what Iowa's doing. They are... Really good. Let me jump in, Randy, because this play right here, Joel Lanning to Alan Lazard, a CIML connection. Scott, this is what you wanted to see. Give your playmaker, Lazard, a chance to make a play, and then that stops. And, and I'm sure there's some reason why it stopped, but why not have Lanning take another snap? It, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. At this point, doing plays like that, even if you lose, keep the game fun for the players and the fans, but most importantly, the players, so they keep that energy up, they keep their head in the game. Time for lookalikes. They need to have a local connection, and these two. Waxtopia says Scott Sipker looks like baseball player Daniel Descalzo. Hey. The survey says... No way. Yeah, no, thank you. Oh, oh, thank you. you go. I was right. going to be offended. Kevin in West Des Moines says singer Gordon Lightfoot. Looks like Hawkeye coach Kirk Ferentz. The survey says... I think that's a good one. You don't have to be a politician to understand why it's important to have a good fake smile. Sports fans know that too, but I've got one to offer up next. And it's not fake. It's real. I swear. Sound Off Nation on Facebook, John writes, what a great win. Kind of as good as in 2002 when we killed Michigan at the big house. That one TV commentator says Iowa doesn't have the offensive juice to make a run at the West title. We beat two Big Ten teams on the road and are 7-0. Matt Biederstadt says, Wadley has always been a talent. I'm glad he got a chance to redeem himself and have a solid performance. Let's hope Jordan heals quickly. I love this team. TJ wonders if we... Got like a two-for-one deal on outfits. Oh, yeah, this they, is pretty good. Is, they do had, look Oh, wait, I'm supposed similar. to have this up. Sorry. There you go. The Cubs knocked the rival Cardinals right out of the playoffs. You know that bugged Andy. Yes. Go Cubs. Oh, bugged him. I'm supposed to read that part, Keith. It killed him. He's trying to be all zen about it, but Andy hates it with every fiber of his being. Hell, yeah, it's bugging Andy. Go Cubs, go. That was terrible. <laughs> The Cubs are in the National League Championship Series, and my Cardinals are not. In fact, the Cubs beat the Cardinals to get there. Now, you all know that by now, but that is something that I have not been looking forward to saying. 
I mean, there was probably a point in my life when I just would have retreated into a well of silence for a few weeks like some sort of sports monk and just refused to acknowledge what had happened. But the older I get, the more I understand that the best way to deal with disappointment like that is to just man up and face it. As unpleasant as it is, you've just got to swallow your stupid pride, stick out your hand, and offer your rival the dreaded forced congratulations. Man, those are hard. It's hard to look like you're genuinely happy for someone whose victory is the main reason you're not happy. And you can spot someone who's pretending to be happy from a mile away. That head with the forced smile on it couldn't be more obvious if it came with a gun held to it. Politicians know all about that. They not only have to give the forced congrats, they've got to give that concession speech, which is about the worst concept since the garbanzo bean diet. Everyone knows you're not really happy. They know it's all for appearances, but uh, you've got to dig deep for nice things to say and fake it. Act like Meryl Streep's competition at the Academy Awards. Gee, Meryl, so glad you could finally win something. You've got to force those hands of yours together and give props. Everyone has an excuse for losing, but offering them up only makes this difficult time harder to get through. I've learned that, too. I mean, the Cardinals were not healthy. Not even close. Yadier... You see, there I go. The Cubs beat them straight up and down. And I mean that, even though I'm biting through the other half of my tongue. But then, a gracious loser also has to hold a little something back. They have to show some pride and not completely roll over and show the world how neutered they really feel, like some Cardinal fans I've heard from. Oh, You're the better man. You're better in every aspect of life. Game over. Game over, man. So, all right, Cub fans, here it is. The best I can do, the forced congratulatory handshake. You know it's bugging me, but I'm Andy Fails, and it's the best I can do for now. Andy did his best. You know that wasn't easy. Coming up, Scott Sipker picks his favorite things about Soundoff. It's who's uh, in your five, somebody about plus five with more of your live takes at 282 9010. Follow Sound Off on Twitter. It's at SoundOff13. At Sports Talk Crap tweets, I wish Iowa State had that easy of a schedule. Floyd of Bacon tweets, <laughs> Great win, Hawks. Hope the fans are, and media keep the crystal ball on the shelf because now's when it historically gets smashed. Who's in your five? Scott's five favorite things about Sound Off. Number, Number five. five. Buck McNeely's theme song is right around the corner. I love the great outdoors, man. Yes, I do. yes. And that beard. Uh, number four, Cooter Ray Cornholer. What else can you say? Yeah, you've kind of also joined the uh, Nebraska movement. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. 
Number three, watching Sound Off as a kid when the round guy was on here, I really, the 14 year old self right now, it, if you were to tell him he was going to be subbing in for the round guy with Keith Murphy, he wouldn't believe you. You know, like you know who the guy in the middle is there? Chris from Green Bay. That is. Chris I remember from that was Green a big Bay. ratings boom. Chris from Green Bay. Yes. Uh, speaking of Green Bay, number two, face off not being a face off. Okay, it's not a hockey face. It's supposed to be a debate. It feels like, and you don't make any reference to Travolta or Cage. I don't get it. Underrated movie. Number one. Keith Murphy, the humble one, steals the marquee. His name is there. It's with Keith Murphy. John Sears' name isn't anywhere. No, if, you look, bigger real, eye. No, oh. if you look real close, you can see John's picture. Oh, way back there in yep. the back. Yep. Yes. Way, way, Keith Murphy, way the there. humble one. Oh, let's get back to a live phone call here. Chris is in Iowa City, home of the number 12 Iowa Hawkeyes. Chris, you enjoying this ride? And that sounds so good when you say it, Keith. Um, I was in Evanston this weekend for a game, and it was great to see so many Hawk fans there. But um, what was perhaps even more exciting was that not only did the team come and celebrate with kind of every major section of the Hawk fans after the win, but their whole Thank You Hawks campaign that they're doing is just top-notch. Whoever came up with that is uh, doing a really good job of making sure that uh, kind of the bad feelings of the past are being wiped away. I saw that uh, tonight, the players thanking the fans and Coach Ferentz thanking the fans. And I think also, Chris, kind of encouraging everybody to fill the stadium for these remaining home games because this team has earned a full house. I think it's about time that Kinnick gets full again. Uh, there's no doubt it will be for Minnesota. Let's just see if it ends up that way for Maryland or perhaps our most heated rivals for you. All right, Chris, thank you. Call us back anytime. Next on Sound Off, Scott and I help all four schools get more fan-friendly. This is like a public service, right? That's coming up. Plus some final takes from you live on Sound Off. I don't think these suits look that much alike. I think they look great together. <laughs> All right, I'm taking control of Face Off, which is a ridiculous title for this segment because we're not going to debate anything. I'm just going to ask him a question. Good. Murph, yes. we're going to make you temporary sports czar. Good. Help each of our big four schools out. All right. All right, up first. Undefeated Hawkeyes. Yep. Still have thousands of empty seats for the remaining home games at Kinnick Stadium. What's the answer? Give fans until an hour before the game to buy tickets. Any that are left unsold go to University of Iowa students for free. The registers Rick Brown previously suggested letting students in free all season. I like that too. See, I want to look at you, but I don't think that's allowed. No, don't. Iowa State's marketing department is fantastic. Yes. Aside from the tragic decision to play Sweet Caroline. Hey, hey, back off the Jewish Elvis. He, did put out a, he put out a Christmas album. I can't look at you. I'm sorry. I'm breaking the rules. That song ruins any celebration. Anyway, we digress. What else can ISU do to brand itself better nationally? Iowa State switched to the iState logo on everything. And though it, it's well done and it looks nice, it misses an opportunity. Outside our borders, iState does not register with people. Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Idaho. But how many cyclones do you know? It's unique and it's strong. Market cyclones, not I-State. And this next one will be met with much resistance, Scott. 
Cy the Cardinal needs to go. I, I know the name change origin, but most people don't. It's confusing. The mascot and logo should be a cyclone. You see what I did there? Not I a, added not some a big debate. red bird. And now we're talking over each cyclone. Other. That's not what faceoff is about. I'm not supposed to look at you. Not a big red bird. Drake basketball deserves more fans, Keith. How can you help? Too many people show up wearing Hawkeye gear or no gear. Once a season, anyone wearing Bulldog gear gets in free. That's how we're going to help. But what about me? I bought a season ticket. All right, you get a coupon for a free hot dog and a Coke. You need to fill the dog pound. Wear Drake gear, get in free. One, one time a year. UNI basketball under Ben Jacobson is the signature program in Cedar Falls. Yes, it is. UNI should continue to market Jacobson, of course. He's great. What else? All right. At UNI, we're going to steal a page from your soccer book, Scott. Parents can register their kids for a chance to run out on the court during the introduction of the starting lineups. Each starter gets one kid dressed in purple. These kids will never forget that moment, and the players will love it. Is that allowed? It is while I'm sports star. <laughs> I'm not supposed to look at you. I'm sorry. I keep How many this. times are you going to do that? <laughs> Sound off at WHOTV.com. Hawkeye O-line. Tyler Luke, he tweeted it best. Iowa's offensive line is blocking so well that Bob Brooks could be out there running in touchdowns. That's from Ann in Centennial, Colorado. Who could have predicted this? Take the DeLorean back to New Year's Eve Day 2015, and no one would have believed that Kirk 2.0 would be undefeated and closing in on the top 10 at this point in the season. If he keeps on winning, I expect we will see Ference overtake Hillary, Bernie, Trump, and Carson among Iowa voters. Gary and Clive. Winning is the great deodorant, isn't it? You can look at me now. Okay. Oh, wait, All but right. I'm supposed to look there, not here, right? Uh, yeah, the we'll camera's over there. 60-second sound off here. We'll get a quick thought from Jim in Des Moines. Jim, what do you think? I'd just like to make a comment about the guy that they wish that Iowa State had the easy schedule. Uh, they can always change conferences. It's not the Big 12 anymore. I don't think it's just a matter of changing conferences. What, what is your point, though? You don't think Iowa has an easy schedule and Iowa State a difficult one, or what, what upsets you about it? Well, it's, it's just the luck of the draw. All right, thank you, thank you, Jim. And Iowa State and Iowa did play each other at Jack Trice Stadium. Iowa won the football game. There's Chris Hassel. So uh, that has been decided. What do you think of the Cardinal on Cardinal uniforms here? I think they look all right. Uh-huh. I, I'm not a huge fan of, uh, of the whole color configuration here, but, uh, you know, it, it's all right. Hey, I-State, there can be a bunch of I-States. Iceland there aren't cyclones. There aren't cyclones. You don't see Iowa putting an eye on the helmet anymore because they have the distinctive Tiger Hawk. Mark it what sets you apart. John's back oh, next okay. week. There's the buzzer. John's back next week. Hope you are, too. We leave you now with the sound-off send-off, the best advice any fans of sports would ever like to hear. Direct from the entertainment capital of the world, Osceola, Iowa. It's the most accurate sports betting segment on earth. Benny's Betcha House. Here's your genius betting guru, Benny Babcock. Thanks, Benny's Bunnies. Ladies and gentlemen, I got another guaranteed winning bet for you. So prepare to Betcha House. Achieve the American dream just like me, Benny Babcock, and men like Swab, Gates, and Buffett. And did I mention me, Benny Babcock, who Babcock Magazine named the Einstein of sports gambling. I can tell you that E no longer equals MC squared and that you should 
bet your house. This guy has. No, wait, I, I bet my house? No, I didn't. I just signed a release. Don't worry, I'm never wrong. No, but you've been wrong in the He's been wrong in the past. The past doesn't limit Benny Babcock. <laughs> Benny Babcock limits the past. Now, what does that even mean? It means you should bet your house. Bet your house. What's the bet? We don't have a bet. Bet your house? <laughs> Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.